Wow. Wow. Wow, this is this is some really deep stuff. I don't know what just happened, but something happened inside of me. Something snapped, something I wasn't expecting that either. Uh, sorry. It's okay, it's all right. It's beautiful. <laughs> Monsters like really small, but it had to become that to stop me. Because I'm a hurt child. Became present when you mentioned it, and I didn't realize this until now. There were things that I didn't remember yeah. until now. Funny, I haven't seen that before. It feels like I'm the monster. I'm kind of seeing images of things. Of a, of a world where they can exist. This clarity brings all kinds of answers. It's clear. She like hugged me and then went back to her place, I guess, in my heart. Oh, it wants to come out. <laughs> it wants the bippity boppity boop Cinderella me. Like, <laughs> she's like melted into like my chest. It's like ooey gooey. All week, been finishing things, cleaning up more. Started eating vegetables again last week. <laughs> and it kind of just started happening. It's almost like I just finished going through a meditation session. I feel like, like, you know, when you. When you hit that first joint, like in the morning, and you... I actually feel a lot more um, awake. Okay, so do you have a topic or a feeling or an incident or anything you'd like to start with? Yeah, I um. You know, I, I mentioned earlier that uh, I moved here after my divorce. My divorce is final in May. Um, and this is the first year that I'm sort of going through celebrating the anniversary of losing my son without his father present. Hmm. So there's some sort of conflicting emotions there. I'm not quite sure how to place them or identify them even because the relationship didn't end well. There was a lot of um, anger, animosity, resentment that, you know, resulted from that situation. But then there's also this element of empathy and maybe even a, a variation of sympathy, because I do recognize how impactful this time period is for me. And I see how difficult it is for me to go through it on my own, knowing that the one person who could understand it the most is, you know, not, not present in my life anymore. Uh, and you said that um, losing your son, that happened nine years ago? Yes, nine years ago on the 31st of this month. Um, I was 27 weeks pregnant and he was stillborn. Mm. And the um, the feeling of empathy and sympathy that that's towards the father, you're saying? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. There's um. 
there's a, a lot of uh, a layering there in terms of how that relationship ended and, you know, the, like I said, the sort of conflicting emotions of feeling glad to no longer be associated, but also feeling that there's not really anyone else that can truly feel the impact, the, the resonance of this anniversary yeah. like he would. Okay. So in the language of parts, I kind of am hearing a, a handful of different parts, like the part that um, might have some, uh, well, you said the divorce had a lot of animosity. So there's that just kind of pain or, or maybe anger towards that. There's the, the empathy for the father and, and what he would be dealing with going through it alone as you are there's mm -hmm. there's the gladness of being separated and the sadness of being separated in this time where where you could have someone to to relate to about that mm -hmm. so of those or of anything um is there one that you would say you'd like to get to know better or work with one that might seem like it's coming to the front? I think the empathy, the, um, the, it's sort of an overwhelming, almost a need to reach out and check to see if he's okay, even though that's not what I consciously or rationally want to do. Yeah. So that would be a good part to really work for. Yeah. That's interesting. Okay. Great. So when you're, when you're feeling that way, that, that need to reach out, um, where in your body would you say that that sensation comes from? Where in or around your body? What does it feel like? I would say about my stomach. Okay. Right, right below the, the opening of the rib cage. Okay. And what's it like? A tightening sensation. Like there needs to be a release. Almost if you if you stretched enough or, or moved enough that it would go away. Hmm. Okay. So see if you can just keep kind of focusing on that and turning towards it. And... Mm -hmm. um, Different people, you know, experience this differently where, where some will, um, some will kind of more visualize it and others won't. And so my question is, um, does this feeling, well, does it have any kind of person features? Can you? No, it feels mm -hmm. more like a, a knotted ball. Okay that's being twisted. Mm. And, and the more that it's twisted, the tighter it gets. Almost like a ball of rubber bands. Okay. Can you, can you see yourself, can you turn towards it and can you see it kind of like it's in, it's in space with you, it's in, or even, you know, in the room with you kind of, kind of sensation or anything like that? Yes, okay. I can. Great, great. 
And how would you say that you feel towards this part? Mm, I feel that it needs to be removed. It's not cohesive with the overall design of what my life is. It feels like an intrusion yeah. of sorts. That makes sense. All right. It's almost like a, a have, seeing a, a dirty kitchen and, and knowing that it needs to be cleaned up because the dirty kitchen gives the effect that the whole house is not kept. Right, right. Okay. So that part of you that wants to see it removed, the part of you that experiences it as an intrusion, can you ask that part, that part of yourself, to give us some space while we get to know and work with this knotted ball part and just see how it reacts if you ask it for some space in this conversation? Um, it feels resistant, mm -hmm. like it just needs to be gone. Mm -hmm. There's no need to understand it because on a conscious level, I know that there are questions that will arise from untangling that ball right. that won't have answers. Right. That I won't, there's not an opportunity to get answers or clarity. Yeah, that makes sense. So... Um, In that situation, you know, you can, one thing we can do is, is kind of let this part know, this part that, that wants to just get rid of it, that, mm -hmm. that we're not necessarily, um, we're not going to be overwhelmed by this, by the knotted up part. And, mm -hmm. and that, and that even if the knotted up part doesn't give us any, any information, well, the conversation will be short. You know, we can do this in 10 minutes. So, um, yeah, just try to try to see what happens if you just let it know that um, you and I, we got this and that we can, we can take a look at this part without being overwhelmed by it. Okay, I see, yeah, and I just, think I can handle that. And just see how, well, just see how it reacts. Again, we're, we're talking now to the part that wants to, that wants to get rid of the knotted up ball. And just yeah, see how it, it feels goes. very much like someone standing looking on with cautious optimism. Beautiful. I'll take it. <laughs> That's great. That's great. We're optimistic. A little a little curious. But but almost braced for the worst, you know. That yeah. seems to be the, the nature of the beast. That's fine. That's it's we can thank it for that. Um, and yeah, we'll, we'll be able to, we can go as deep or as not deep as we want. You can put the brakes on this conversation at any point. And if it all feels really pointless, well, you'll be, you'll be back to doing whatever, you know, in no time. So, okay. um, so if you can just now directing your energy to this knotted up ball part, mm -hmm. try asking it, what does it want? What does it want you to know? Um, or what does it want you to know about it? And just wait for the answer.
maybe that it's okay for me to still have a tether of emotion to him because of the traumatic experience that we shared, but that doesn't necessarily mean that there's an emotional bond mm. there. Okay. Okay. So kind of, it wants to have that, it wants to have some bond there. Maybe. What else? Is there anything else it wants you to know? Just try asking it and just, and just wait for the answer. Don't think of an answer. It just feels like that, that it's okay. Okay. That all of it's just okay. So it's telling you that that the situation is okay? Yeah. Okay. So try asking it um, if the situation is okay. You know, try asking it, what is it afraid will happen if it doesn't give you that sensation? There's not really an answer. Okay, that's fine. I was surprised when I heard that you said that the part was saying it's it's okay because it seems like a part like that is is trying to get your attention and and it's and it's causing you to feel not okay. So that's why I was wondering if there's more that it has to say about what what is it, what does it um, want for you in causing this sensation? What's its intention? Well, I mean, just, um, I know that the, the not okay feeling is because I, I don't, you know, the relationship ended so, if this experience, this event had not happened, there would be no lingering emotional tethers. So it feels wrong that there is one. Mm -hmm. That I do still have that empathy, that, you know, that spontaneous urge to reach out and be like, hey, I need to check on you. Yeah. And is, okay, so the, so the urge to reach out, that's the knotted feeling? I think just the, the general concern for his well-being is the not a ah, feeling. Okay. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Okay. Sorry if I'm going slow. I'm just trying to digest the. No, by all means, there's, take your time. There's a. It's hard to know sometimes if we're talking one part or two or three or, or what's what. So. Um, Okay, so you have a concern for his well-being that causes a feeling of a of a knotted up part, and when you address that part, is it saying 
that it's okay? Or is there another part saying it's okay? The knotted up part just feels like it's, I'm not supposed to feel that. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Like I'm not supposed to feel the empathy. I'm not supposed to care anymore. Yeah. But I can't resonate with that. Like, so it makes the knot worse because there, it's like there's a different part of me that says that it's, normal reaction to have it's you know with my education and understanding it's a normal reaction to have because of the event that we experienced together but that knotted up part says no yeah this doesn't belong here okay so let's talk to that then let's let's ask that part what is it afraid will happen if we if we let the feeling belong What 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 is it afraid will happen if if we allow that, um, that desire to reach out. That I'll be conned again. Ah. I'm afraid if I reach out, if I let go, if I feel anything, I'll feel everything. Right. Right. So it sounds like it's, its intention is to protect you from or protect part of you from being overwhelmed, being conned and being, uh, yeah, overwhelmed with, with feeling everything. That's what you were saying. Mm-hmm. Okay. Does that make sense to you? It does. Okay. So see if you can let it know that, that that makes sense to you. And, um, to maybe even just show it some appreciation, even if that feeling doesn't feel great, that you appreciate that intention of wanting to keep you from being overwhelmed and keep you from being conned. And just see how it reacts if you if you let it know that. doesn't feel as tight. Hmm. It's still there, but it doesn't feel like it's being twisted. Yeah. Like it's static. Try asking if you could, if you could change this, um, this part of you that can get conned or this part of you that can get overwhelmed, if you could heal that so that it didn't have to worry about that, what other role or what other use of its energy would it like to do inside of you if it didn't have to to work so hard on that? Just try asking that knotted up part that and see how it how it responds. It should warn me of other things more imperative things. Hmm. Is that- it feels centrally located right now because it feels concentrated. But if it weren't there, it would be spread out and feel 
more effective as an entire defense mechanism instead of protecting this one thing. Yeah. So I'd like to be a little, I'd like to be freer and more like mobilized or, or less concentrated on that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Ask it how old it thinks you are and just wait for the answer. 12. Ah. Let's see how, see how it reacts when you update it with your real age. it's not accepted. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's kind of stuck. It's kind of stuck it in the 12 years and it's likely protecting, you know, the thing we talked about it protecting that, that ability to, to be conned and to, and to be overwhelmed by feelings was probably something it had to, it had to start doing more of at that age. That's likely. Yeah. So again, see if you can just show it some some appreciation and some compassion, some sympathy for having that job that it doesn't seem to want particularly. It wants to it wants to be more fluid and and available other places, and it's been looking out for this um, this pain for a while. It doesn't feel as tight still. Yeah. I mean, it's still there. Sure. But it doesn't feel as heavy, I guess. Mm -hmm. One thing you can do, if you want, is is kind of when it when it talks about being less focused on that one spot and being able to kind of be more responsive and, and less concentrated, you can kind of um, play with that. You can kind of show it or let it show you what that would look like and kind of in fantasy kind of um, just go there with it um, and see what that would, would look like. You can kind of give it a menu of, oh yeah, we could do this together. We could do that together. You know, you wouldn't have to, you wouldn't have to be playing that part. If it weren't so distracted, focusing on the one, it could protect for the many. Yeah, yeah. And the so I can see that. the the deeper work, which we, I'm not suggesting we do today, is is to then talk to that part that 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 it's protecting. Um, we're not gonna dive into that. Um, try asking it what it needs from you in the future. Space. Room to to exist. 
Hmm. Yeah, because it was feeling like, like I'm guessing it was feeling like because the, this other part of you wanted to just kind of eradicate it, like it was being ignored or, or pushed away. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes, at, sometimes at this point, I kind of, depending on if you want to, you can kind of be more specific. You can, again, kind of, as much as you want, ask it, okay, what does that space look like? You know, what do, you know, I, give me some details, elaborate on it and, and try to learn um, from it to just kind of take some suggestions about what that space might look like, um, kind of what the next action would be if you're, if you want to be actionable, you know, I know that if, I know that if I don't do that, sometimes I'll just kind of forget all about it. So up to you. Right. <laughs> no, it, it feels very much like it is something that exists, so therefore is valid, but the you know, I've, I've, it's funny, I've used the analogy of um, the Wii screen. If you ever played the Wii, the oh, yeah. screen on the Wii, there was a little space that had all the little me's, yeah. all the little avatars. Mm-hmm. My brain feels like it works a lot like that me screen where there are these just different little pieces of me that take the podium, so to speak, <laughs> Um, and, and this one part of me that feels this empathy, this sort of, you know, a, a, te- a tether, that's what it feels like, a tether to another human being that cannot be severed because of the experience. And that's where the tightness comes from, is feeling like that's not supposed to be there and I don't want it to be there anymore. So yeah. allowing it to be there, but being cognizant of the protection aspect of myself. Yeah. So in giving it the space that it needs, it feels like just uh, that I need to surrender to it to Mm. some degree and allow it to just be instead of trying to force it out because the more that I try to force it out, the stronger that tightness feels. Yeah. Yeah, and ideally you know, you find a way to work with it. And so you're not, you're not surrendering. You're, you know, you're, it's just, it's changing its, its direction of its energy or its concentration of its energy. And you're kind of mm-hmm. able to, to put it to, to work in a, in a way that works for, for both of you. Um, mm-hmm. And I do, I do hear that, that other part that, that says, this isn't supposed to be here. And and to just remember that that's a part, you know, that's um, that's an opinion of a of another part of you, and so I think that analogy of the of the many people um, is exactly what this process is about, and right. and to just and to just recognize that you're that there's you and you're not a part. You're the you're the one holding the controller, and you're the one you know deciding. As much as much as as much as we get wrapped up in the game and we get pulled around and pushed around by the parts, ultimately, you know, we can we can lead them. Um, right. And so it might also be a good time to 
to kind of that that part that was standing by cautious and optimistic to just let it know that that or to show it that you can work with this other part and you can get valuable information from it and that you could you know you could find ways to to let it be without disrupting the rest of the system right yeah i i see that which is more than what i saw before we started this conversation so it's definitely an improvement that's great something that i have been struggling with you know this is a difficult transition in my life yeah absolutely going from being married to being single to dealing with this sort of anniversary of this what is to me one of the most impactful events of my entire life and yeah not in addition to not having my the the father who was there i sort of essentially lost an entire support system absolutely so you know having the ability to sort of resonate with this this feeling that i've had for several weeks now and, and identify it and give it a voice to speak and understand where it is, what part it plays in my life and how it is trying to guide and direct me is very imperative. Yeah. Yeah. Well, say that to your parts, thank them, you know, thank them for, for, um, you know, being willing to play and being willing to share with you, um, what their intentions are and to be, and to just be being able to talk with you. Um, it's pretty cool. So yeah, yeah show, them, absolutely. show them that appreciation. And, and, uh, I, I don't have more questions for you. Uh, that's, that's the whole process of getting to know a protector. Um, like I said, there's a, there's a much deeper type of work in which you would, after you've got to know these protectors and they've given you permission, then you would be able to work on that, you know, kind of deeper, um, hurt or yearning right Mm -hmm. no i i totally get what you're saying i am it does take you know repetitive process and, and work continual work to yeah help the the different parts sort of work in harmony together yeah yeah, and you can do it on your own. I mean, I like doing it with people, but you can just you can check in on this part. You can check on check in on any of your parts, but this one particularly now that you've kind of cut that path and and been able to relate to it, you can check in on it in your meditations. You know, you can say hi. You can say how you know how how knotted are you feeling today, and and kind of just ask it um, again what it what it needs from you and and see how you can compromise with it without surrendering without surrendering necessarily that is a a very fair point i agree with that (laughs) yeah okay well um anything else you'd like to share about uh, any of that uh, experience or or anything or we can call it a day. 
no, you know, I just did have a question because yeah. I am a psychologist by nature. Uh, I, I did. You had mentioned not having licensure and and not having you know really a background in this. Uh, I was curious to know as what your your motivation was and what your goals were in in developing this. Are you looking to provide sort of a not clinical, not counseling psychology, psychology to people who can't really afford to go to, to through therapy? Um, I mean, I think the short answer is, uh, I just really believe in this model and I want to, I want to learn it and I want to share it with as many people as possible. I want to bring that to the world to want to learn as much okay, as I can. Well, that and... is extremely admirable and please, by all means, save my contact information. If you would like to collaborate in the future, I'm definitely down. You absolutely know what you're, you're dealing with here. And that's impressive <clears throat> for someone who's not been through a program or, you know, to be licensed, it takes a lot of, of special characteristics of a human being in order to be able to facilitate the sort of process that you facilitated. So, well, thank you very much. Yeah, I'm always looking for for collaboration and and yeah, as you can see, you know, I'm I'm doing this the not school way and the not and the not official way, and so I'm I'm always looking for any. Any ideas, they're all welcome. And yeah. Absolutely. Well, by all means, please keep my contact information and, and reach out to me. I'm always available, open to collaboration. I, I definitely support what you're doing. I think it's a good thing. And like I said in the beginning, I think a lot of people have, my own mother has, uh, you know, a very limited perspective of psychology and how it impacts day-to-day -day life. And she mm -hmm. can't see the things that she's dealing with. And I, I tell her all the time, I'm like, mom, everyone has trauma. We all are broken. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's figuring out you're broken and how to deal with your broken that makes your life better. And you can only do that by therapy and talking about the things that you feel with people who have an objective observation of your life. So I'm, I'm very much supportive and very excited to participate in this um, experiment, if you will. Yeah, that's what it is. It's an experiment. So thank you. Absolutely. Well, it was very nice to meet you, James. Let me know if you need anything further from me. I'm always here. I will. It was wonderful talking with you. Have a nice rest right, of your day. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Do you want to help bring more self-energy to the world? If you'd like to participate in calls or help out with this project in any way, I'd love to hear your ideas. Join the Discord server or contact me at james at liveifs.com. A huge thanks to our audio engineer, Zikri, for your care and diligence in editing the calls. To every caller for your courage in sharing some of your parts. And to anyone out there getting to know their internal system, keep going. Who knows, that might be the most selfless, helpful thing you can do for others, and you're the only one who can do it. If you'd like to see us reach the largest audience, we must please the almighty suggestion algorithms at iTunes and YouTube. And they don't care about the power of IFS. They're looking for likes and shares and comments, and the sooner the better. Follow the links in the show notes right here in your podcast player to make your wishes known. And now, a minute of meditation. Or if you prefer, pull over. You can do it in 60 seconds. Just click one of those links. They're right there and give us a like or a five-star rating. It would really help. If you think this project is helping people, you're helping people by sharing it. 
Thank you.